Hey everyone, I'm Louie. And I'm Valerie, and this is Musical Tangents. Where we just talk different things about music. Welcome! Okay, so when you're listening to this, I just wanted to let everyone know, uh, this is going to be our last episode of Season 1. Um, so the reason why we're taking a break is because, duh, Christmas is coming, <laughs> and Valerie's going back to our hometown, and I'll be, I'll be going on a vacation trip and things like that, so we will not be available to record these sessions. Yes, but look for um, the first few episodes of season two. They should be out in spring of 2024. Well, we say spring of 2024, but I think they're going to they're going to come out closer to like January or February. Yeah. Definitely. Spring semester in my mind. Well, yeah, you're still in college, so that <laughs> even though that's like winter, it's it's a spring semester. It's a new year. So, for the last episode, I just wanted to talk about a little bit about um the core memories of Christmas because Christmas is a holiday and you know did I ever tell you Korea is like one of the few Asian countries that does celebrate Christmas as a national holiday interesting so like when I say that people people oftentimes give me the look you know they're like what are you talking about well as far as I know China doesn't have it as a holiday it's not a national holiday Okay. Some companies might, you know, like give people a little bit, little bit of a vacation. But as far as I know, well, and also in China, as far as my understanding goes, uh, any religious, any religious organizations or religious ideas related back to Christianity is banned. So Christmas being, you know, having the central word christ uh they basically just banned that right same similar thing actually is true of japan so japanese i mean the christian population is like 30 percent now as far as my understanding goes but even in japan it's like not really a super big holiday that's not not the biggest holiday not like western europe and no america no and side of the world so korea actually is one of the countries um that has more meanings and more holidays and more s- or similar decorations and decorative ideas oh, from cool. America. So the reason why I say that is because the only memory that I cherish about Christmas to me uh, from my childhood is related to Polar Express. Oh my goodness, I am I am not a fan of that movie. You're not? No. So <laughs> Why not? I, Tom Hanks is every character. Yeah, exactly. It's and the best thing in the world. No, I don't... Uh, oh, I, and it, 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 Oh my god. It creeped me out as a kid. Like, the animation style is like, they almost look real, but at the same time, they, they don't, don't look, look real. real. I, I don't... It, it's never a movie I would just put on. I remember, like, every year in elementary school, they were like, let's watch The Polar Express. And I'd be like, oh, I'm trapped. I can't get out. I have to watch The Polar Express. Why Why do you just... That's such a joyful kids movie. 
there's a lot of other Christmas movies I like. My favorite um, Christmas movies as a kid were Home Alone and uh, yeah. the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies. I really liked those as a kid. Oh my gosh. And then we also I haven't had, like, seen Tan- Tim Allen's Santa Claus movies. I haven't seen them in a really long time, but I remember like being excited for those when I was a kid. But also, like of course, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, as well as... Um, <sighs> What was it? What was it? Hold on. Oh, when I was a kid, my grandma had like DVDs of, oh no, Elf. Oh my God. This could be a whole episode of just about Christmas movies. I like. Elf? I like Elf. Will Ferrell? Yes. I like Elf. It's good. Okay. And then oh I like. Oh my God. I, I cannot, I cannot stand Elf. Well, I can't stand the Polar Express. So it <laughs> so. looks like we need to just agree to disagree. <laughs> so, okay. But Home Alone and like. Okay, so f- for the record, I only watch first and second Home Alone, and even for I've that, I've never seen the third one. Even for that, I only, I rarely watch the first one. I don't know what it is. It's I love so the second good. one. The one where he's in like New York. New York, City? yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one's like my favorite, and I feel like I was. Uh, this is where clearly I was messed up. Um, so like I <laughs> like the. You know, like all the all the scenes that happen when Kevin is like in, I guess his uncle, right? Is that what his pl- the the place in New York that he's making all the traps and things like that? Like I don't remember because it's been so long since I've uh, seen it. I think it was an uncle, but anyway, so like, yeah, so like he's at this one little like house, but of course it being New York City, like, it's not house-house, right? It's multi-floors and everything, but, like... Is it a hotel? No. Well, no. there is a hotel scene. Okay. Yes, there's a whole hotel scene. That's also funny, too. But, like, this is where he's, like, at basically what looks like an abandoned place, but it's, like, under renovation. Mm-hmm. So, there's, like, a hole in the middle of the living room floor and things like that. Anyway, I really... <laughs> I, I thought as a kid the torture like it's a torturous scene like all of the scenes where uh Maybe Joe like, Pesci and um What are you fr- trying to get into here? What are you trying to say? I just like I thought it was the hil- most hilarious thing in the world like Oh, them, you talking them, about like, like where he beats them up with the booby traps that he says? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean so, that's basically the premise of the first movie. Yes, except I feel like it was not as not as stimulating as the second Are one. You, no, the first one was so funny. I like my favorite part as a kid was when he had um. There's this like big spider that was crawling around the house, and one of the tarantula. Yeah, yeah one of the bandits like had Kevin by the leg and he picks up the spider and like just places it on his forehead. I know. And he's like, I know. Ah! Yeah. That was so funny to me. I don't know. I like the second one because like, you know, like Joe Pesci basically ha- catches on fire in his head and he like does the whole thing and he dunks his head basically into the toilet and needless to say, it's not it's not water that's in there. It's it's a Ew. so it's just like well no no when I say it's not water it's like gasoline or something like that. Oh what the so like it's like, it just blows up and I don't know why it I think it was funny to me as a kid because even <laughs> as a kid I was like ah oh, he must have he must have died 
right? He comes back out and he's all all that's missing is like the top part of his hat or his beanie that he was wearing. And I was yeah. like, that this is just ridiculous because that's just unrealistic. Well, hold on, that <laughs> happens in like the first movie too. Like there's a booby trap. Like he opens the door and it sets off like a flamethrower or like a torch. And then he clearly, I just don't remember the first movie. It sounds like they were kind of reusing some of the same ideas. Yeah, but I like the second one better. I don't know. There's a little more sentimental quality for me of the second one. Anyway, so like Home Alone and Polar Express and even Elf, uh, they all have music. Like, I feel like the music's one of the most memorable part of the movies. I remember watching Home Alone as a kid. And there was this scene where he goes to the church because he was, like, stressed. He was like, I know they're coming tonight. He's like, I have to go pray because I know. He's like, I know tonight's the night. They're going to try and rob my house. But they were the choir was singing, oh, I believe, yeah, oh, holy night. And I was just remember thinking as a kid, like, oh, this is such a beautiful scene. Like, I really liked the music in that scene. I mean, there's good music throughout the thing. They played Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree in that movie, too. When he and like sets up all one, the when fake he's people, in the pool, uh, they play Jingle Bell Rock. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And just... they play Run Run Rudolph when they're running through the airport. How it's amazing that I'm remembering all this. It's been I like, don't remember that, but okay. I like these. I in the first one. Yeah, in the first one, I vividly remember oh. all these things <laughs> because I remember like liking the Christmas selections that like, they had. That, that they yeah. chose. I think they like. I think Run Run Rudolph perfectly fits that scene because they're know. running through the airport i wonder who chose the music because it could have been i don't think john williams was in charge of like supervising the music i, I think he know, only composed it, it i think he was only a composer but i don't know if he was in charge of any of the choosing of the pre-existing songs mm, probably not it was it's probably up to the director and is that spielberg uh, no, that no. doesn't sound right. Let me look it up. It's Dan Mazur. Okay, never mind. But at least is John Williams the composer? Mm, I think so. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, oh. I, I I knew I had to be right on one thing. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's other music in there? Um... That's not. They do play Carol of the Bells in there. We wish you Merry Christmas. Oh my God! They play the Grinch in this one. I remember that because he's like watching the Grinch. Um, I think that was the and second then, one. Remember the scene where he puts the aftershave on yes, his face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're playing. Um, what's that called? Uh, uh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. They had some like Christmas bangers in that movie. They Maybe that a, movie They must have had a big budget. Little, yeah. Oh. Because it's expensive to get the rights to all of that music. Maybe. I don't know. Are we Back then it might not have been. That's, I don't know. Yeah, it was probably a lot easier to do it. Like the, Why do you think 80s? John Williams composed in so many movies? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not all the movies had like $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know what the budget for this movie was. I mean, budget probably was bigger than that. But. Oh, it had to have been pretty big. I, it's a, I mean, and it's a classic now. Let's see. Oh, my God. The box office for this. 
made four hundred and seventy six million dollars. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Back in the me. when when was this movie come out? Uh, nineteen ninety. But it was filmed in the eighties, like late eighties, I guess. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, it was a really popular movie as soon as it came out. It's still a classic today. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it this holiday season, guys. I don't I don't recommend the third, fourth, fifth one. There's a fifth one. How many are there? I think there's a fifth one. I just knew that there was a third one. Well, I just I always tell people like as soon as Joe Pesci and Macaulay Culkin were out, yeah, uh, I knew that the movie was not going to be as good anymore. There's a one, a two. I'm only seeing oh, there's. Home Alone 4, 5, and then there's like another spinoff that they made in 2021. Yes, yes, I remember that. I remember I seeing didn't... the trailer of that. I was like, this is, this guy, stop. This has gone on long enough. That's like, okay, what is with like retelling the same thing over and over again? Like, well, how technically, many... I don't think it's a retelling. Okay, in but that like. One. The fran- they, like, like building, like the franchise fr- building. Like, how many Halloween movies and Scream movies do we need? <laughs> or Saw movies. <laughs> yeah, like, can we, can we please come up with, like, something different? Please, I'm begging you. Well, it's you. like, it's like the same idea about, like, ad- uh, adapting books into different media. Um, I think people have this notion, if one media worked, then... If we adapt it again, it's gonna work again. But <laughs> yeah, well, like I to prove to I... to like agree with you and give them more, give your opinion more credibility. It's not even adapting at this point. It's just it's a movie into another movie. So I'm like, let's yeah. let's stop this. Like, like it's not like you're making this into a musical or like bring it into the stage or just making into like an audio drama or anything like that it's just exactly the same yeah, it's not medium interpreting it no 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 and that's one of the reasons why i mean i'm sure there are people who have their opinions about like you know like making of the live action the di- are you talking about the disney stuff like like mm. not just disney i mean like listen how they're doing action- that with avatar the last airbender 2 and they've. This oh, is like okay. the second, I'm fine second with that attempt because the first live action was horrible. So I think I'll give them. I don't. I don't I'll know if the second one, one is going chance. to be any better, but I'm willing to give them one more chance for this. But and if they mess this up, that, you're like I'm not done. anymore. Just gonna. I'm just gonna watch the cartoon, or is it an anime? No, it's a cartoon. Cartoon. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Nickelodeon. I think. I think people call it anime because it has an Asian centric theme behind it. But yeah. I, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like the original series as is, and I do too. Uh, it there are some qualities of movement that the characters do that seem really impractical to do a live action. I think that's well, one I of mean, the reasons literally why literally moving water and making fire. Well, yeah, but I mean that would just all be with done the CGI, CGI. Do you think it's not? Don't you think it's gonna be better? I think today's CGI it could. It could be done but well. Then again, it I just see takes the some right of the Marvel people. Movies, I'm like, I don't think they have it. <laughs> I think it just takes the right people on the project. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's always, but that's always the toughest part. It's like it's like listening to. For me, that's like listening to some of the musical recordings. I'm like, ah, 
they had such a good role of the a good actor for this role, but this other role they didn't mm-hmm. have a good actor. So like I don't know. It's always like I'm never really fully satisfied in that sense. I feel like yeah, but. Yeah, having the right people. I don't know. It's like reinterpreting works and things like that should be stopped, in- including Christmas movies. Like, <sighs> that's like what I mean. Like, it's like nobody's trying to remake Grinch the movie. I mean, first of mm-hmm. all, nobody can. Jim Carrey was it. Well, he didn't a need a mi- he didn't need a makeup, but he just did it for the for the sake of the movie. But like. He could make all those faces without the makeup. <laughs> mm. Oh, I see what so, you're saying. So, like, nobody is trying to do Grinch the movie. So, clearly, people who are saying that we need to have, like, a live-action version, or better yet, creating the second live-action, they, in, in, the, in the producers and the creators' minds, they think they can further improve it. That's my, that's my take on it. So... When they did Aladdin into live action or when they did Lion King into live action, that's like a little disrespectful in my opinion in a way because they think somehow they're going to make it better than the original. Well, I feel yeah, like they I don't want to get into those two. But I've, well, I... I don't. Uh, I'll just be honest. I I didn't. I didn't really I, like live, Lion King. I didn't. See, did I? I did see the live action of Aladdin. It was all right. The live action of the Lion King, though, I was not a fan. Yeah, I, I'm talking about the live okay. action of Lion King. I like the. Well, I like cartoon because you know it's, it's, it's more lively. It's livelier. All right, it's more lively. And let's face it, Elton John's score was good as is. Like, there's mm-hmm. no need for you to adjust anything. Like, that was it. So, like, <laughs> why bother? Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's like, if you want to reimagine something and redo something, make it better. Then nobody will be upset. Yeah. Do you want to know a good... I, I guess it's considered a Christmas movie. Yeah, it, yeah it's, a, it's a new Christmas movie um, called The Holdovers. Have you seen any trailers for it? No. I saw, I went and saw it um, in the theater last Holdovers. week. Yeah, it's called The Holdovers. Like a brief, like, I guess synopsis of the movie is it's like, it's based at this boarding school in Matt, like rural Massachusetts. Oh, is that the one with uh, Paul, Jim, uh, Paul Giamatti? Yes. And he does a really good job in this movie. Oh my god! Okay, so like now, Oscar, now like I Oscar think I worthy like work. He's a good actor in this movie. I mean, he's and already a good actor. The so. other, hold on, the other actor in the movie is new. This is his debut yes. film. Yeah, I do remember reading and that. I think he gave an Oscar worthy performance as well. Uh, what is his name? Um. Oh, I don't know how to say his last name. Dominic Sessa. Um, he was really good, and then Devine Joy Randolph was really good. I, I, it was the three of them were like the main characters. I forgot about that movie. I remember seeing the trailer. Oh, is this still in should, the theater? Yeah, it's still in the theaters, and it's like Christmas themed, but I wouldn't say it's overtly a Christmas movie. Well, but, but it does used, talk. I mean, the it's based around plot, Christmas yeah, time. The plot, ta- yeah, because he's setting. like. Essentially, it's like they're at the sporting school, and usually they all go home for Christmas break. But they don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The characters, yeah. Um, no, I remember the plot. 
plot. Uh, I mean, the synopsis, like you said, yeah. Um, but it's oh, it's so good. Oh, uh, maybe I, I should go see that I'm, now. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I cried at like three different points of the movie. Oh my god, is it sad? <laughs> Some parts are. It's just very overly like it. Not overly. It's just very. There's a lot of really emotional points. I would describe the movie as like a coming of age movie, but mm. it's interesting. I don't want to like give any spoilers. I think it's interesting in a way. It's coming of age for both the teacher and the student. That's always and, good. And and that they're both finding out new things about themselves. Yeah. And it's oh my god, go see it. Okay, all it right. Is so good. <laughs> no, but I I really do think like. Like, you know, like, it works when they come up with an... I feel like... Is that an original? I think that's an original. I think so. So, like, my point to me... Like, to me, it's like, why not make more originals like that? And it's... Yeah. And I thought it was really cool. It was kind of, like, refreshing. It was, like, filmed in a way, like, it's set in the early 70s. um, And it's filmed... As if they were filming it in the early 70s as well. Like, the aesthetic and stylistic choices yeah. that they made. Um, and even, like, at the beginning, it had all of this, like, old, like, Panasonic and, like, the fonts that they chose um, yeah, to yeah, begin yeah. the movie with. Um, was It was really cool. It was like, this is interesting. I mean, like, they're using, you know, old styles, but it feels new and, like, rejuvenated for the Well, 21st because the century. story is new. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's what I mean. Like, I feel like, ah, uh, like that's one big complaint about, I guess, to Disney is that like, some of the movies are good. I guess some other movies might not be, but like, why, like, come up with new stuff like they used to. Like, I feel like that's gonna draw more people into their fan yeah. base i mean they're making new stuff but they're all kind of like but they're flopping. not like they're not popular no and okay so like well well the last cool I thing guess. that i liked that they made was moana but Is now and disney? frozen yeah they're both disney disney slash pixar <sighs> see that's that's the tough part i feel like that's more pixar mm. i don't think that's very disney you know what I mean? So, like, well, uh, for example, have you seen Soul? Soul is really good. Oh, my God. Soul gave me an existential crisis. <laughs> I was, like, I related so much to... What's his name? What's the character's name? Uh, Mr. Uh, here, I'll look it up. Yeah, the, the, the teacher. Yeah. I, don't, I, I related so much to him. I literally remember... I think his name is just Paul. What? Is that not? No. No, Joe. Joe, Joe is a middle school band teacher. Yeah. What's his last name? It doesn't. The Wikipedia is not telling me. I don't know. I don't so know. anyway, so like, I related to. I related so much to that character and what the character was going through. Because mm-hmm. you know he's like a struggling musician, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. The that movie gave me an existential crisis, like in the in the best way possible. It like I have never cried. And did I tell you like before that everyone was like, 
Oh, I cried so much with Up. I cried so much with um, Oh, Up what was is so it? good. Inside Out and things like that. I wasn't the biggest fan of Inside Out. Inside Out was okay. I, I can see like it's good. It just wasn't for me. Well, and but anyway, like Soul to me was gut wrenching. I don't yeah. know why, but like it was so cute in the beginning, and towards the end, of course, no spoiler. I, I was just I was just destroyed. I was like I was <laughs> I was like bawling my eyes out. Soul was really good, but see these films that we just talked about, like the three biggest like sort of popular movies, they're Pixar. Oh well, well Pixar and Disney are intertwined now. <sighs> they say they are, but I don't I don't really perceive them that way. Like Pixar still creates Pixar still has their like own style yeah for sure like yeah moana now that i think about it moana i can see that being a disney princess it is frozen pixar or disney it probably is disney Mm. frozen was pretty good the first one i don't remember the second one a lot Uh, when it did come out i don't know let's what else was there disney had other movies but they did a lot of live action, and then I feel like they kind of stopped doing that. No, they made a live action this summer, The Little Mermaid. No, no, no. But, like, there was a year mm-hmm. where they were coming out back to back with, like, Aladdin, Lion King. Like, they, mm-hmm. they were all coming out all, all around the same time. Yeah. They've slowed that down. Because clearly, they were, I don't think they were making a lot of money off of them. Well, they're, I feel like they're extremely expensive to make. Like, well, I mean, Duh. Well, yeah. I mean, well, that, but if like they're extremely expensive to make and nobody's watching them. I feel, yeah, that's, I don't know. I, one thing that I was upset about Aladdin particularly was that. Like, I don't know why they had to use Will, Will Smith just because he was a big name star. He was Genie. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen this movie in forever. And I was just like, Broadway's literally doing Aladdin. Hired, <laughs> hired a darn actor just from the Broadway version and have him featured as Genie in here. So, I don't know. I was not a huge fan of that. Are you not a huge Will Smith fan? No, it wasn't that. Mm. I mean that that was of course before the infamous slap. So yeah, I'm kind of I I like Will Smith's movies. I like his older ones. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing about him and Jada. Like I don't need to know that. I think you're tired of hearing. Yeah, I think you're tired of hearing. I, I think everyone is actually yeah. more <laughs> yeah. about more about the the fact that their relationship is it's like. For a while, Kim Kardashian, Kanye, it's like it's kind of mm-hmm. like that. It's like I'm I'm tired of listening to other people's business. That I'm like yeah. it's their business. Just let them, almost like let them be. Yeah, but it's like it's almost like they're trying to monetize their their business because they keep like they're like oh, let's have a red new. table talk. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I'm just like I'm so over it. They're like reality TV show, but in real life. But yeah. we feed, but people feed into it. We enable it. Y- yeah. Well, yeah. 
We we allow bad behaviors to be manifested by other people. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they feed into it because they they don't have that in their real life. So they want to see. I don't want that in people. my real life. Well, no, nice, but some people life. are excited to have dramas going on in their lives, yeah. or not in their lives per se, but, but watching like other watching other people go through that kind of dramatic things. I mean, why do you think so many people love watching like rom coms and things like that? I, like I feel the Real like, Housewives. I, 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 yeah, something I don't know. It, it's from for me, that was the only complaint was that Will Smith was a genie. I was just like, ah, why? <laughs> like I, I know he, that I was, liked it. It's been a really long time since I've seen it. Though, I honestly I think there was a version. I think the biggest complaint I still align with this one YouTuber who commented about, like, why did they do like mid version of Will Smith to make it sound like almost like the original version, and then only for them to do that to have Will Smith's own arranged version of "You've Got a Friend Like Me." At the end, with the with the, what is it? With the end credit. Mm. So I was like, why didn't they just use that? That sounds more fun. <laughs> like mm. when Will Smith does all of the original genie songs, they don't sound like him. They mm-hmm. sound like some, uh, like uh, odd you, other person. Are you saying that they should have let? Will Smith re-record the music in his own way. Yeah, I mean, because that's, that's what he did. Oh, okay. But they just didn't use that for the movie. And I, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about a lot of live-action movies uh, anyway, because it's like, I don't know. And they do they don't necessarily do a good job of it either. So, like, it's disappointing for the original fans. And mm-hmm. I think that's the bad thing is that for for Disney, I think the reason why they slow the process down a little bit, because I know that they're filming Snow White and they're filming uh, or oh, yeah. they did release Mer- Little Mermaid already. But like they slow down the process of it all overall, partially because they were losing their original fans. And they were not gaining any well, new their, fans. Their original fans grew up. We're like we're adults now. Not for Snow White. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm talking like, what do you mean? Like when Nemo was coming out and oh well, yeah, but well, no, like that, is that, that Nemo's Pixar? Pixar. Crap. Uh, I'm trying to think of a Disney. Lion movie. King, maybe. Yeah, I was really little. I was. I don't think I was born when the Lion King came out. I was born. <laughs> I was old. But I, I don't know. We grew up. And I now I think they need to cater to this next generation of little kids. So they should just start making TikTok Wait, videos. Is Ratatouille Disney or Pixar? I might. Be. I have a feeling that's also Pixar. Oh, that Lord. has to be Pixar. It's too good <laughs> for it to be two thousand. Movie came out in two thousand six. I think that's Pixar. It's a Disney slash Pixar movie. It that's Pixar. Okay, okay. What part of that do you not understand? If there's a Disney <laughs> Pixar, that just means Disney produced it. Pixar yeah. made it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's so good. That is hands down one of my favorite movies of all time. Isn't it so funny that Linguini 
is the only character that doesn't have French accent. Oh, yeah, he's just a guy. <laughs> he's just a guy. It's so funny to me. I'm like, why does he... Why is everyone else speaking in French accent and he's well, not? Remy doesn't have a French accent either. Remy's not supposed to speak. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Remy doesn't talk. Right? Yes, he does. He talks like... He talks to us. <laughs> What part of this do you not understand? Okay. <laughs> Come on, get, up, get on the page. <laughs> Remy, it, Remy not having a French accent is understandable. <laughs> He's a freaking rat. <laughs> He's don't, a little rata. <laughs> don't come for Remy like that. One year when I was a kid, I was Remy for Halloween. Well, I was Remy for Halloween for several years. The Disney store... Okay. My, we went to the mall very rarely when I was a kid because it was like an hour away from where we lived. Uh-huh. But when we did go, it was a big deal. One time we went before Halloween, the Disney store was making Remy and what's his brother's name? Oh, I forgot. I uh, forgot. Emil. Emil. Remy and Emil costumes. And it was like a full jumpsuit thing. <laughs> and my mom was like, this is what you're being for Halloween. <laughs> Instead and, of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Yeah, no. I was Minnie Mouse like when I was lit, like a toddler. But I was like first, maybe second grade. And I was Remy. Or, or whatever the movie came out. However old I was. Um, and Did it come I'm, out I popped in like 2005? Um, I don't know. We had... Um, let me see. What does this say? 2007. Okay. Yeah, because we I was had, off like we had it years. on DVD, and I watched it. That was like you know how some kids like have a movie that they watch every day. That was my <laughs> movie that I watched every day. Um, well, and it has such so a good. legendary voice actor. Do you know? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, what is his name? The guy who did um, what's the villain? Anton is that? And mm, Anton Ego is the food critic. The real villain is um. Oh yeah. The other chef. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about Anton Ego. Um, Peter O'Toole. Oh my God, do you do you know who that is? He's like he's like the biggest name that I can think of from like 20th century like film actors. He's like he's yeah. up there. Yeah. He's like literally up there, and when I when I found out that he was the voice actor for Antonio, I was like, I mean, it's a stacked cast. I mean, like the Will I mean, Arnett is a pretty bit is, is a big comedian and producer, and then Patton Oswalt is in it as well. I mean, it's it's a stacked cast, and it's it is so good. So between Toy Story and that, oh no, Toy Story is a classic. But for me, Ratatouille is my favorite. You, it okay. just spoke to me. <laughs> now, now the question is for Toy Story: Which Toy Story did you like the most? Because I'll it's tell been, you right now, it's been so long since I've seen them. I did not like the one with the evil bear, and they like were like Third at a one. daycare. I Third not, one. That evil bear scared me, and they also had the they creepy baby all, doll. They always keep saying that, but I kind of feel like people forget that <laughs> the first film was the scariest of them all what the fir- okay so the first toy story is the one with the kid 
<gasps> the evil looking kid? Yeah. With like the spiky hair and the teeth? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. all the toys were basically mismatched. So like oh. the crane had a human legs. And like I just remember. And also what people always tell me is like. No, no, but the bear and the baby, I was like, I don't care. They were well drawn, meaning like they they kind of already by that point when they were making mm-hmm. that film, they kind of already completed their idea of executing a perfect animated film. Mm-hmm. First one came out when they didn't. <laughs> so everything looked yeah. already kind of janky. Well, OK, <laughs> it might look janky, but the story is really good. It was scary. I I think first movie really traumatized me. <laughs> I just remember that 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 boy being like, oh, "Why is this? Why is this movie?" <laughs> so I didn't like the first one, but I I think the second one was really good. But then um uh, I guess the is there a fifth one? I don't know. I don't remember how mm-hmm. many there are, but like all of them. At some point, had some good storyline. I remember. Do you remember when they would make like bloopers? Of yes. Movies? Like Toy Story <laughs> and Monsters Incorporated stick out to me as like two with like the really good like bloopers. I thought Bugs Life had pretty good ones. Bugs too. Life does have good ones too. I forgot about that. Now yeah. that movie also. <laughs> did I tell you? So I think I I I remember watching that. Uh, I think. Uh, my wife and I watched that for one of the dates because I was like... Like early date? Yeah. Yeah. Aww. I was like, let's just watch that. I just remember, I think she <laughs> think she was so taken up because she didn't remember Bug's Life a lot. Mm-hmm. But when we watched it again, we were like, oh my God, this is, <laughs> this is dark. <laughs> the villain gets eaten by a bird. <laughs> oh yeah so like that was you know like imagine that was a that was a person you know like it's a a person just got picked up out of the sky i feel like there's a movie that that's happened with the person yeah if you look through some of the jurassic park movies i'm sure Uh, that happens a lot (laughs) yeah i've never seen any of the jurassic world movies what about the original, like, Jurassic Park series? No. It's what? Just, I've never seen them. Not even the first one? No. The iconic version? No. They've oh, just my never, God. I've just, it's just never something that I've come across naturally, what? I guess. I don't know. Oh, well, there's a holiday movie. <laughs> hmm. Hey, it has some Christmassy theme. It's sent, it focuses on family. No, it does not. Okay. It focuses on the on the team. Yeah, the team is a family. Wait, what yeah. did you say? I said team. Yeah, oh, okay. no, no, no. I I did say that. I just that's so corny, isn't it? Team is not a family. I'll say that right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. Um. Oh, and also like something related to Christmas. I always tell people aside from movies i really i feel like nutcracker now like in uh, in ballet world nutcracker Mm -hmm. is like everyone's choice for christmas themed ballet for holiday season so nutcracker is pretty popular i'm gonna go see it 
you're going later to see, this month. Yeah, Louisville Ballet doing the Nutcracker. The music is pretty iconic, of course. Everyone loves the music. I love the music. Yeah. Some people have brought up the controversy with some scenes, but I think the overall story. Now, I don't know about other people. A lot of people actually only recognize or the most memorable, the most recognized scene from Nutcracker is probably Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Mm-hmm. But for me, I have told this to to people before. My favorite score out of that whole ballet is when they do it's I don't exactly know the name, but it's like Snow Queen Potida. It's like it's a C major scale kind of like just going back and forth. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And that to me is like the highest artistry that Tchaikovsky has ever done to me because mm-hmm. he was writing that and he kind of abandoned the project and then his sister got sick and he, she passed away mm-hmm. and he got back to writing or finishing the Nutcracker around that time. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, Clara is his sister mm. and the Nutcracker Prince is him. So that's why like some of the scores I I don't know why but like they sometimes do make me a little emotional because like I'm mm-hmm. like thinking I'm I'm like remembering that history in my head as soon as I'm like watching it and I'm like <laughs> um yeah. so Nutcracker is pretty fun uh you know there are other 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 songs um uh what is that? I always liked the march. Hmm? The march. Dun, da, 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 dun, 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 yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. The march is fun if it's done right. What is this scene with the rats? The Rat King? Yeah. What music do they play with that? Uh, I feel like there are like two... One that's like scurrying music. Yeah. <laughs> I love the rat scene. Maybe uh, maybe it was just well, I saw uh, like a kid's I version thought... of Nutcracker when I was a kid, and I've seen the full version. I'm gonna go see it again. But the rat scene, I don't know. I just always found it to be really entertaining. Didn't you also like um, was it Arabian? Mm-hmm. I liked that one too. Some people struggle. The rhythm of that piece. Well, I mean, if I'm not playing it, I'm not worried about <laughs> it. I like to listen to it. It's just it's just four plus two. Mm-hmm. But it's written, I think, six eight. So yeah. so automatically yeah. musicians originally think it's one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, mm-hmm. two, three. But it's actually one, two, one, two, three, four, one, two, one, two, three, four. So maybe it's more two plus four anyway um so yeah nutcracker has really good music it's uh, tchaikovsky so yeah some tchaikovsky scores though i don't i don't particularly like i'm trying to think <sighs> swan lake is not a christmas centered ballet no. but i feel like some people do it during christmas I- no 
Listen, I feel like people just assume that Tchaikovsky scores are for the winter. <laughs> um, Can I just say that? I feel like any scores that are written by Tchaikovsky, they're like, oh, that's such a Christmassy feeling. And I'm like... <laughs> I don't feel like Swan Lake is Christmassy feeling. I feel like it's more fantasy feeling. Yeah, and long. <laughs> I have not seen the production of Swan Lake. I've seen... Um, Black Swan. Is that what the movie's called? With Natalie, well, Natalie Portman. Portman? Yeah. That was really good. I heard some people were creeped out by that, but yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's not it, the movie's not meant to like be a comfortable movie to watch. No. no. Uh Oh. Here's a recommendation for you. So there are some classical music uh that I feel like radio stations don't play during Christmas. But there's a song by Ravel, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's odd. It doesn't sound like a Christmas song, but it is a Christmas song. So I, I kind of have fallen into this realm where I'm like listening to some of the songs that are written by classical composers, mm-hmm. and they are like Christmas-centered theme. Do you know, hands down, the best Christmas album in my opinion. What? The Vince Guaraldi's Peanuts like Christmas album. I I love Vince Guaraldi except you know the iconic song. Christmas time is mm-hmm. here. I can't stand the children's voices. <laughs> Louie, you have no joy and cheer. No, it's like they're all they're all singing in their falsetto and they're about to that they're already like in their puberty. That's what they sound like. They're in puberty and they should not use falsetto because they're going to lose their voices, but they're using it anyway. That's what that sounds like. I don't know what to tell you. I think it's really cute. I love the whole album. My favorites are O'Tannenbaum and Linus and Lucy. Yeah. I mean, even the intro. (laughs) Yeah, that's... that's, It's so fun. It's hands down one of the best Christmas albums, I agree. Unlike... Um, I think it's really hard to say that other albums are, like, the best based on every song that's in there. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I liked uh, Michael Bublé, uh, you know, like, yeah. the Michael Bublé, I, it, Michael I don't Bublé. know, I don't know what it's called. Is it just called Christmas? No, I don't think so. Hold on. I like his Christmas album. He does a really good job. My, I like... Michael's Bublé, Michael Bublé, <laughs> Michael's Bublé, <laughs> Michael's Bubble. Oh, it is just called Christmas. Oh, see, see. <laughs> this album is ten years old. Oh my god! But well, he must have made a ton of money from that from that album alone. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like Michael Bublé stuff outside of his Christmas album. He's a really soothe. He has a really com- comfortable voice mm-hmm. to listen to. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh I liked. Um, oh, you know who else that I was kind of blown away by? Um, last year's last year Christmas time, we saw Pentatonics. Don't even get me started. I, <laughs> I do not like acapella music. I know you don't, but I thought you didn't mind Pentatonics. No, I. I, you don't like pentatonics I either? Will, I have never put a pentatonics 
Christmas song in any of my what? Christmas playlists. I just, I think they do like, I think they do amazing. The stuff they do is really impressive. I just, I just do not like acapella music. Valerie, that's that's what you do when I when I say something in your opinion <laughs> that's controversial. I'm gonna start doing that, Valerie. <laughs> well, go ahead, but my opinion's not gonna change. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying that you should yeah. change your opinion. I just know that, you know, in my perspective, if someone's opinion is wrong to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's all subjective anyway. (laughs) No, nothing here is ever objective. No, absolutely not. (laughs) If somebody comes up to me and says, you said about this, about that artist, I'm like, Well, my mind mind could change by the time the podcast ends. (laughs) That's true too. Yeah, we're not we're we're very irresponsible. We don't take any ownership of our opinions. Except yeah. for a handful of things. Yeah, and the one I do take ownership of is I am not okay, a fan of acapella all right, music. Alright. Because <laughs> last year Amelia and I went to this concert, um, like a Christmas concert where it was just like choir singing different um Christmas music. And it was I was like, Oh, this is good, this is so fun. And then, like, a group of, like, eight of them came up and was like, this is the acapella portion. And I was like, ah, I'm trapped. (laughs) Yeah, but you're listening to bad artists. At that particular concert, maybe, yeah, maybe so. No, but I really do recommend if you, if you, if Pentatonix ever comes around and you have an opportunity to go see them, I I do encourage you to go see them. It's not just acapella music. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, uh, I forget his name. Like, there is an instrumental portion of it. So, like, I really think mm-hmm. it's a balanced, really fun concert to be in. That's why. No, I'm... I mean, I think they do an amazing job. I mean, like, I listen to some of their stuff. Like, my mom really likes Pentatonix. I think she. Even, listen to. Them. I think she even like she has one of their albums on CD. I think. Um, but, and I think like what they do is incredible and it's really entertaining to watch how they do have that balance of like using their voices to have that um i don't know how would you describe it instrumental like quality qualities it's really good it's just it's not my forte cup of tea i think i liked it better before i had seen poor executions of other people doing acapella yeah, but you're you're basically you haven't even seen them. I've live. just been scarred by other by watching other people do it live. Who who cares? Just go see them. <laughs> I'm not gonna go out of my way to see them, but if they just happen to be in town and someone else bought me the ticket, oh my god! <laughs> Would you just go? Just listen to me for once. Okay. <laughs> You should you should see them when they come back into Lexington. Have they or... been to Lexington? That's why I saw them last year. Oh, it was such cool. a last minute thing too. Mm. I think we literally just we didn't know that they were coming to Lexington. We saw it like the day of yeah the concert, and we were like, oh, I guess we're going. <laughs> but it was a fantastic concert. Okay, it was one of the one of the most fun I've had in in the concert. Mm. Yeah. So, they were really fun. Um, oh my God! So, what's your opinion on the 
Do you know Jacob Collier? Yeah. What's your opinion on him? Uh, um, does he... He sings in my room, right? That's his album. I don't know. I, let me make sure I'm thinking of the right person real quick. Only reason why I'm asking because he he is like now known as like this musical guru on YouTube. Mm, I feel like I've, I I know for sure I've seen interviews of him. I mean, I was just asking because, like, what do you feel about his this his is, way um, of controlling the audience? I'm not thinking that. of the right person. I know who this is. I'm thinking of the wrong person's music, though. Oh, okay. So, my mind is a bit jumbled right now. So, go ahead with whatever I you're saying. I don't know. I just... I can't answer your question. Because I'm getting him confused with someone else. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I, I, I think I think you should at least give him a lesson and okay. see what your opinion is. Because I personally feel like... <sighs> I think he's a good musician. I kind of wish that he expanded his vocal style a little bit. Because mm. he has a very particular style. Yeah. And it when he... Like, there's a moment where he opened up his sound, like, vocally, and it sounded so good that I was like, you should just continue to sing like that. But then he goes right back to his original style. Mm. And I feel like the style that he goes for with the voice that he has could sound the same no matter what he sings at some point. Mm. So that's I was just gonna ask like because you don't like acapella maybe what do you think about like the audience members doing the acapella while he's playing the music? <laughs> oh, he's that guy. I don't know. I think that'd be cool. Very good like audience interaction, audience engagement. Yeah, but just go see go see Pentatonics when they come in town. It's like okay. waiting for Santa Claus to come in town. I'm being gaslit to go see Pentatonics. No, I'm just being a promoter of them. Okay. So I'm helping them out as an as as a as an audience member. Okay. Anyway, so any special plans? Last bit. Any mm-hmm. special plans for Christmas? I'm gonna go to um, visit some family. That's about it. Nothing, <laughs> I mean, nothing crazy for me. You don't sound very excited about it. No, I'm excited. I mean, <laughs> some of the family I have to like fly to go see, so I'm really, I'm really oh, excited I to see, see them. Um, but yeah, I'm honestly, I'm most excited to get some much needed sleep after the semester. Lucky you, I don't get a sleep. I work, so that'll be me and like. Not too long from now, hopefully. <laughs> well, but you won't Credit have homework, allowing. so yeah, that's that's about it. What I don't about know. you, Louis? What are your holiday plans? Um, going to a bunch of shows. I mean, mm. um, I don't know if I talked about this on on the podcast. So my wife teaches ballet, so you know. 
some of her students are doing and some of her studios are doing Nutcracker, their own version of Nutcracker productions, mm-hmm. um, concerts and recitals and, you know, kind of like what you talked about, like yeah. doing a lot of Christmas recitals and things like that. Like, that's mm-hmm. what we're going to see. And we will be, we'll be out of town at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Doing some other activities. So, you know, just going to winter festival and things like that. Just yeah, fun stuff. Just enjoying the holidays, time of the year. Yeah, yeah. and and this year, uh, what's, what's better, I feel like, is that we're focusing less on giving gifts to one another. Mm-hmm. Just focusing on spending time and going do doing things. Yeah, you know? I feel like my family's doing the same thing. We used to be like... This year, well, the past two years, we started, like, doing, like, a secret Santa. Uh-huh. And it kind of helps, like, keep the cost down instead of yeah. having to, like, buy <laughs> gifts for everybody. Because yeah. some of us are broke college students. Um, So, yeah, we're doing that. And then, like, a lot of just, like, going to go see The Nutcracker. Going to go see other shows. There's a lot of movies coming out. I want to go see some some movies. Yeah. And relaxing. And relaxing and getting sleep. <laughs> yeah. Not worrying about what's going to come after you in spring. <sighs> I'm sh- well, my, actually, after my last final laptop is getting shut off, not open for three weeks. I wish I could do that. <laughs> you know, I when I was younger, I was like, I never believed that idea, like shutting the technology off. I need a break. Oh my gosh, yeah. I totally agree with you. I think mm. I think that's more needed now than than ever. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of time I'm like I spend more time with this laptop than I do with like people I care about. Yeah. I think it's become such a such an imbalanced way yeah. of, you know, just functioning and working getting work done mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no longer about people it's it's about what you can do on the technology so yeah. but we hope everyone who's listening to this to have a great christmas season have a great holiday yeah whatever S- holidays you may celebrate yeah spend or it, don't celebrate spend it like joyfully that's that's all i can say is that you know whatever holiday you celebrate just be happy be relaxed chris well for those of you who are in college you will get a break so use that break to rejuvenate whatever was lacking in your life (laughs) and workers out there you don't get a break sorry (laughs) you get you get one day break (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, anywho, look for season two coming out early 2024, and... Until then. Until then. Peace out.